Hi there, this is Michael Lawler, naturopath and acupuncturist, and this is the We Thrive Podcast, where we discuss the latest health topics and how we can take control of our own health and well-being, because we believe that when you take control of your own health, you can live well, live happily, and live long. Well, today, guys, we're on episode nine of our podcast, and we're, I guess we're coming close to the end of the year. I hope to get to 10 by the Christmas break. And then have a nice break uh, myself. Uh, we all need one at this stage after what's been a, a fairly tumultuous year. Now, one of my most favorite things to do while I am taking a break is to relax with a really good cup of tea and a book. So I've really enjoyed doing the research for this podcast. And I have to say, I'm amazed at what I found. I, I knew the benefits of tea for sure, but I never imagined the depth of positive research that is out there. So this podcast is all about tea. Now, tea comes in many forms, as we know, black, green, white. But all the tea comes from the very same plant. They're just prepared in different ways and are from different parts of the the tea plant, as in, you know, when you're you're growing vines for wine. The name for the tea plant is Camellia sinensis. Now, there's now a major amount of research from around the world that shows that drinking tea has a beneficial effect on our health. I mean, drinking at least one cup per day of green, black, white or oolong tea can have a significant positive effect on our bodies and, of course, by extension, our health and our longevity. Almost every cell in the body, every cell, is impacted by the bioactive compounds that are found in tea. Tea is one of the most widely consumed drinks after water around the world. It originated in China, tea drinking, uh, but nowadays many cultures around the world will be, well, they'd be quite different if they didn't have tea as a part of their daily re- re- um, regimes and regimens. Can you imagine Ireland, England, Turkey, Russia, India and Morocco without tea? Their culture would not be the same, would it? Some of the earliest archaeological evidence documents the custom of tea drinking as far as 4,000 years ago back in China. Tea was, and it still is, an enormous export from China. And for a long time, it was carefully guarded so that only dried leaves left the country. And I guess without these live specimens of tea to reference, it was concluded that black and green tea came from completely different plants. But it wasn't until 1842 when a guy called um, Robert Fortune, he was an English ethnobotanist, and he smuggled live tea plants out of China. And it was only because of that that the tea drinking world discovered that green and black tea actually come from the same plant. So all teas come from the same plant. Now the research on tea has exploded over the past 20 years. The benefits are so well proven, and you might say it is in fact the healthiest drink in the world. Some of the benefits are, in shorthand, improves mental clarity and and attention. It may have anti-cancer properties, and in some studies it has shown to have anti-cancer properties. It increases the amount of calories burned in the body. It has an effect on inflammation in the body as we age. And it may prevent atherosclerosis, which is, um, if you don't know what that is, that's the hardening of the arteries as we get older. What happens is our arteries, when we're younger, they're very... I guess they're very um, fluid, they're very bouncy, but as we get older, this begins to, um, to harden. So, so arteries don't have as much pliability as they had when we were younger. And this is what atherosclerosis is, and that's what tea helps prevent. 
Of course, that leads to heart disease and other cardiovascular disorders. It improves muscle strength and bone formation. It's been shown to reduce inflammation in postmenopausal women. It reduces the risk of getting prostate cancer, can prevent diabetes, can help arthritis symptoms. Had enough? <laughs> That's not it. Other research shows that it can lower cholesterol, reduces the risk of breast cancer in young women. It actually improves your overall oral health, so your teeth will benefit. Has a major influence on the cardiovascular system, as we said before, and it does this by reducing the incidence of stroke and coronary heart disease. Interestingly, in another study, it shows that it can help protect the brain against the effects of Alzheimer's and dementia. I mean, this list is indeed very long, and to me, it's staggering and impressive, to say the least. I don't know of any other substance that has such a profound effect on so many aspects of our health. If this was a medication, and this medication did all of this, it really would be considered pharmaceutical gold. Okay, so after all that, how does the simple act of drinking tea bestow all of these benefits? And really, one of the main reasons that I wanted to talk about tea today is because of antioxidants. Now, tea has an antioxidant capacity. It's not the only beneficial compound found in tea. There are also tannins, but today I want to focus on antioxidants and oxidative stress. We've all heard of this before. Firstly, I want to stress that tea is not the only source of antioxidants in our diet. Antioxidants can be found in berries, dark chocolate, vitamin C, vitamin E. Curcumin, which is uh, the compound in turmeric, it's in extra virgin olive oil, just to name a few. But tea has been studied more than most of them. When we're talking about tea, the antioxidants that are found in tea are called catechins. Now, catechins are a plant-based chemical, uh, a flavonoid, which, like other flavonoids, protect the body from and prevent oxidative stress. And we'll talk about this later. Catechins are natural antioxidants that help prevent cell damage and provide other benefits. These substances can reduce the formation of what are called free radicals in the body, protecting cells and molecules from damage. These free radicals play a role in aging and many types of diseases. Antioxidants are molecules that can donate an electron to this free radical without making themselves unstable. This causes the free radical uh, molecule to stabilize and become less reactive in the body. See, the problem is the instability of these free radicals, and they cause the problem with the molecules in our body. I know we're getting a bit techy here, but we'll, we'll try and explain it as we go. I mean, it's hard to watch television these days without seeing at least one commercial or ad that promises to fight aging with antioxidants, right? Now, antioxidants are molecules that prevent the oxidation of other, uh, of other molecules, and that's what oxidative stress is. It's when the free radicals go off and free reign in the body and mess around with our molecules, and now we have this oxidative stress. But what is it, you might say, oxidative stress? Well, okay, we have a techie minute coming up here. Bear with me. Oxidative stress is an imbalance between free radicals and antioxidants in your body. So it's like the microbiome, you know, we have bad and good bacteria. It's like in Chinese medicine, we have balances of yin and yang. Free radicals are oxygen-containing molecules with an uneven number of electrons. And if you remember this from your chemistry days at school, this is not a good thing. We want even. 
the uneven number allows them to easily react with the other molecules in your body. Okay? Now, these free radicals are a natural byproduct of your body simply doing its job. But they can also come from the environment in which you live, right? So um, you can get free radicals from ozone, which is a gas found in the ozone layer up there, 35 kilometers. But also, more insidiously, it's found in, uh, in the ground and also in the air that we breathe. Insidiously, though, it's actually more common to find ozone in highly urbanized areas with the uses of a lot of electronic items and, I guess, air conditioning and everything else. Also, ozones are present in certain pesticides and cleaners. So if you're using cleaners in your house, try and get the more natural brands. As we've spoken before in this podcast, there are some really good ones out there. Cigarette smoke um, contains ozone, radiation, and pollution. Just some of these... um, areas where we can be um, impacted by free radicals. Also, diet. Diet diet is an important factor also with free radicals. A diet high in sugar and fat and also alcohol may also contribute to free radical production in the body. Free radicals can cause these large chain chemical reactions in your body because they react so easily with our molecules, as we said before. These reactions are called oxidization, and it's a very common term in naturopathy. We either rot or we rust as we get older, and what oxidative stress does, or oxidation, it rusts our body. So think of rust on an old car. It's the very same in your body. Now, free radicals can be beneficial or harmful, but they're only harmful if they outweigh and are out of balance with our antioxidants. So if we don't take in antioxidants, you get the picture. When free radicals are out of balance, um, they are harmful. Well, according to the free radical theory of aging, free radicals break cells down over time. As the body ages, it loses its ability to fight the effects of free radicals. The result is more free radicals, more oxidative stress, and more damage to our cells, which leads then, obviously, to degenerative processes as well as, well, normal aging. Various studies and theories have connected oxidative stress due to free radicals to, and in case you can't remember some of these, they're exactly the same conditions that drinking tea has been shown to have a positive effect on. Okay. The central nervous system diseases, such as Alzheimer's and other dementias. This is oxidative stress now. Cardiovascular disease due to clogged arteries. Autoimmune and inflammatory disorders, such as rheumatoid arthritis and cancer cataracts and age-related vision decline. Age-related changes in appearance, such as uh, the loss of uh, skin elasticity, wrinkling, grey hair, hair loss, and changes in hair texture. Oxidative stress can cause diabetes, can cause diabetes. Genetic degenerative diseases, such as Huntington's disease or Parkinson's, all linked back to oxidative stress. Now, the free radical theory of ageing is relatively new, but numerous studies support it. There were some studies done on rats, for example, which showed significant increases in free radical um, damage as the rats aged. These changes matched up with the age-related declines in health. Over time, researchers have tweaked this free radical uh, theory on ageing to focus on the mitochondria in our cells, now, another techie moment here. So the mitochondria in our cells are like our battery pack. There are, there are powerhouses. It's what gives the cell its energy. And it, it helps the cell to process the nutrients and power the cell. 
But research on the rats suggests that free radicals produced in the mitochondria damage the substances that the cells need to work properly. This damage causes mutations that produce even more free radicals, thus accelerating the process of damage to the cells. So it's a, it's a vicious circle. Now this theory helps to explain aging, because aging accelerates over time, right? The gradual but increasingly rapid buildup of free radicals offers one explanation for why even healthy bodies age and deteriorate over time. So the, re- the, the research is all there, guys, and the jury is in. Drinking tea, either green or black, has an almost miraculous effect on the human body. And I, for one, am a tea lover, and this is good news. Now, loose-leaf tea is always better. Uh, commercial tea bags, well, you know yourself, anything bought commercially is going to not be as good as uh, stuff that you, uh, that you make yourself or that you source yourself. Commercial tea bags contain a lot of tea dust and extra tannins, and the tannins in the tea, that they kind of give you that dryness to your mouth. They give you that dry, astringent taste. And in excess, there's a problem with tannins. Tannins are really beneficial for your body, but in excess, they can cause a problem because they combine to certain vitamins and minerals, which means that you might not absorb them, like calcium. So also, you don't need to squeeze the bag unless you really want that tanniny taste. Okay, so don't squeeze the bag. Leave it in and don't squeeze. Um, you want to avoid having too much of an imbalance b- between tannins and the caffeine content in tea. Look, I could go on for ages here about tea, but just remember all of those benefits. I mean, they're, they're phenomenal. They're staggering to help with the central nervous system, to help prevent Alzheimer's and dementias, to help with cardiovascular disease, arthritis, cancer, diabetes, and then all of the age-related conditions, as we said, and then genetic degenerative diseases like Parkinson's and, and everything else. I mean, we really should be um, uh, drinking tea. I used to drink coffee a lot when I was younger, but as I get older now, I'm just really, really getting into my tea. I really love it. Well, I hope you you enjoyed listening to this crusade about tea. I have to say, I much prefer the coffee, as I said, and the added health benefits are a no-brainer for me these days. Well, that's it for today. It's kind of short, but I just wanted to let you know about oxidative stress and free radicals and how we might be able to offset one against the other. I really hope that you found today's topic of some interest uh, to you at some stage. You know, in the end, all of these, it all adds up. You know, all this health advice, no matter what it is. um, And some of it will stick eventually as we begin to make better choices step by step on the road to taking control of our own health and living in a way where prevention of disease is preferable and better than cure. So let's not wait till the horse is out of the gate now. Start piece by piece to make a lasting change and remember to include lots of tea in your diet. All the research shows, even with milk, you know, even though I prefer it with oat milk myself, it's still really, really beneficial for your body. It just might help you to live well, live happily and live long. See you next time.